Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano. Hello and welcome to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your intuitive energy host, Lorraine Giordano. I'm a fan of talking about topics related to down there, like the womb and opportunities to feel good physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually about down there. So I'd be really happy, psyched to connect with you. You can like me on Facebook at Inspired2Health. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire2Health. And I'm on LinkedIn. I'm going to spell out my name like I normally do. L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. If you go to my website, inspiredhealth.net, you'll notice some changes. Some of the more popular Womb Happy episodes are now on my website. And in a couple of weeks, I'll have a free ebook about connecting to down there. I'll keep you posted on that. All right. So for today's episode, very exciting. Um... If you happen to listen three weeks ago when the midwife, Marcy, wasn't able to come on because she was delivering a baby, I kind of riffed for a while on innovation on all the new products that are being kind of created lately to help support down there. So on today's episode, I'm thrilled to have Jane Hartman Adamy and Andy Miller from Kila on the show. And we're going to talk about innovation inspiration and inclusivity. So they've created a game-changing menstrual cup. It's called Keela Cup, K-E-E-L-A. And uh, Maya Angelou, she's got a great quote, and it's, if one is lucky, a solitary fantasy can totally transform one million realities. And I'm confident, I'm going to say it out loud here on the show, that I think Keela Cup is going to change a lot more than one million. So please check them out. Please check out their website, keelacup.com. Again, K-E-E-L-A cup.com. They're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And their handle, very easy, Keela Cup. Please connect, follow, like them. And uh, if you're listening and you have, any, you have some questions or you're curious, please feel free to call into the show. Use this opportunity to ask Jane and uh, Andy some questions. And the number to call is 866-472-5792. All right, Jane and Andy, welcome to the show. So great to have you on. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited. We haven't done a live show before, so this is new for us. Thank you so much. All right. You're welcome. So fun. Are you guys Sorry, having a good day? So yes, Andy. We- we are having a good day. We are in two completely different places, and you're also in a different place. So all of us all together are all spread out across the U.S. right now, which is pretty fun. So, Andy, where are you? I'm in Texas. I flew back um, for a global health board meeting and also to visit my family. Oh, cool. And Jane? I'm in Oakland, California. Kelly. And I'm in Jersey. In uh, Weehawken, New Jersey. It's pretty cool that we can all connect this way, right? Yeah. All right. So besides connecting, it's time to celebrate. 
uh, before we kind of do a deep dive with questions, congratulations, you guys. You just successfully completed your Kickstarter campaign, your crowdfunding. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a little bit terrifying and a really exciting process. It was really amazing to go through that from start to finish. And we're, we're so excited. So thank you. You're welcome. Did you guys talk every day and you're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, it's interesting. Our, we launched our campaign in the beginning of December. And so we had the holidays in between there. And there were some long lulls in the process. Uh, but it really ramped up right around December 31st which was really amazing, and, and we were able to finish out and, and make our goal. But, yeah, we had some some days we weren't so sure there in the middle. Very cool. So let's talk about, Jane, you came up with the idea for Kila Cup. Why did you want to make a new cup? Well, I was using a menstrual cup before. I had – I had – used a couple of different ones and I find I found that that as a hairdresser I was talking to people in the salon and and this had come up and I thought oh I want to try that and I tried a couple of different ones and they weren't feeling like they were working really well for me and sort of alongside that I was having a lot of health challenges um and this is sort of pre-diagnosis of my um EDS Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome um and I ended up hurting myself a lot trying to insert and remove conventional menstrual cups. And so I ended up having to stop using that product, even though I really wanted it to work for me. And I went back to using tampons and I was feeling a little discouraged about that. But right alongside that was really when I got my diagnosis and when I realized that, oh, my back pains are more than just back pains and I probably can't keep hairdressing and you know, what, where am I going to go from here? What am I going to do? Um, and I had known Andy for about 10 years, and uh, I cut his hair for a long time as well, and we would chit-chat about different design ideas. I'm always, I'm always interested in what my clients are interested in and my friends. And he, I remembered him saying to me, if you ever think of a little thing that you want to make, let me know. And so <laughs> I approached him and I said, Hey, this is something that I really, you know, think we can make better. And if we did make it better, I think a lot more people could use it. And, you know, with that, I said, but if you're squeamish about periods, I totally understand. I know that it's kind of a weird topic to talk about with your lady friend, but you know, let me know. And luckily for me, he wasn't squeamish at all. And he was really excited about it. And we, we just hopped right into sort of figuring out how to make the product better. And, and I'm really, really grateful that Andy took a chance on me with this and, and, uh, here we are. That is pretty amazing. So Andy, there was no hesitation when she called you and she asked you. It was pure excitement. So Jane is an amazing human being. So getting to work on anything with Jane is pretty much the luckiest day ever. But Aww. I have to say that I, um, I've always been excited about menstrual cups. I saw one in a grocery store about five years ago and I thought to myself, this is an amazing product. For a designer to find a product that doesn't add to the landfill is a really rare thing. And then a product that really helps people, then it's just sort of like a unicorn. So uh, I always had a special, you know, a little corner of my mind that was thinking about menstrual cups. And it was just 
an amazing coincidence that Jane approached me to make one that's that's much easier to use. So there was no hesitation. Um, it was pure excitement, and um, I'm I'm really lucky that that she that she did that. I mean, what a great idea, Jane, and that's so amazing that you were open to the idea. Because I could, I mean, not to say all guys, but some guys do get squeamish about these topics, and so that's great that you were excited by it. So, Jane, what specific challenges did you encounter with menstrual cups? Actually, even before we get into that, can you just describe a little bit about EDS? Because you told me about that. I, I don't even think I ever heard of that before. Yeah, it's definitely just sort of coming out of the woodwork now. Um, So EDS is actually an umbrella of a lot of different connective tissue disorders, um, mainly um, disorders that affect the collagen. And the type that I have is hypermobile EDS. And so what that means is that the collagen that holds together my joints, the collagen that makes up my ligaments, um, it's sort of like a bad recipe. And what that means is that my joints tend to hyperextend and they don't really structurally hold me up very well. And so that means that my muscles have to do a lot of extra work. And Lorraine, I'm sure as you're familiar, um, there's a lot of wonderful muscles in the pelvic floor and that's where most of my instability is. So I have to battle a lot of um, muscular engagement in that area that is, is sort of holding me up all the time. And so I'm, I'm in spasm a lot down there. Um, so on top of battling all of that, uh, other tricky, any sort of tricky body movements can result in an injury for me. So, um, obviously using something that's, you have to reach in and then there's some sort of complicated maneuvers with placing it and, and removing it just was, was too challenging for my body. And I ended up hurting a lot of different things on different occasions, trying to, trying to use menstrual cups in particular. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, I think EDS in general is, wasn't known about so much because it was talked about as being double jointed. And that was just seen as, you know, a characteristic about a person rather than, um, a medical condition. And I, I think that there is also a component there where, it turns out that hypermobile EDS is more prevalent or at least more diagnosed um, in women. And I think that, you know, it's only been really recently that medical care teams have really started taking women's pain very seriously because before it was like, oh, you just get cramps. That's just part of the deal. And now we're realizing, no, sometimes that's endometriosis or, you know, sometimes it's something much bigger. And I feel like now that we have more of a, a climate of listening happening in on the medical side of things, we're getting to be more aware of these kinds of conditions that people have been living with for a long time. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. It's so important. We're going to have to go to break, but we'll be back in two minutes and we will come back and pick up the conversation. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Visit inspiredtohelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at inspiredtohelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit inspiredtohelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back with uh, Jane Adame and Andy Miller, the innovators, the creators of Kila Cup, the revolutionary, I was just saying during the break, I'm like, it's a revolutionary menstrual cup. And it really is. It's very exciting. So, Jane, I do think it's so important that the that the conversations that people do pay attention to, um, you know, the pain that women communicate. And it sounds like based on what you were saying with um, EDS, you were feeling a lot of pain. Like you were just saying, like your hips would dislocate and you had some pelvis pain and a lot. It sounds so painful. Um, You also mentioned that uh, you started going back to tampons or you went back to use of tampons. Why did you like a menstrual cup to begin with? What did you think some of the benefits were using a menstrual cup? versus a tampon? Well, one of the major things for me, since so much causes me pain, menstrual cups can be worn for up to 12 hours. And that, you know, the difference between a tampon, which can be worn for eight hours, and a cup, which can be worn for 12 hours, might seem small to a lot of people, you know, changing something three times per day versus twice per day. But for someone like me, where energy conference con and really taking care of my body is a priority at every waking moment, cutting down one more change out really does make a difference. And that was feeling really beneficial to me on top of it's a reusable product. So like Andy was saying, it's not going to go in a landfill, at least not for a very long time. And on top of that, you know, not having to run to the store when you run out of a product. That's one of the last things you want to do when you're cramping and 
don't want to have to go to the store. And so having something on hand that you know is going to work for you and it's going to work all day long, it's just a choice that I didn't want to miss out on, on being able to use. And that was what I think I was feeling really stubbornly driven to solve for is, you know, this is such a great option, but it's only a great option for some people. And I wanted to see it be an option for more people. Yeah. So can you guys describe how Kila Cup is different from other menstrual cups? Yeah. Um, So most menstrual cups are, they're like little, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a little silicone cup and it is inserted and it opens up inside of you and um, it sort of can form almost a seal around the cervix. Um, It usually doesn't actually seal um, while it's being worn, but when you go to take the product out as you pull on it, that that can cause a seal. And if you don't pinch the bottom of the cup in order to break that seal at the top, it, it can really hurt to try to remove it. It can actually tug on your cervix, which obviously doesn't sound great. Um, and that reaching, pinching action is just really a tricky body maneuver. And so what we've done is we've replaced what is on most cups is a very firm little stem that many people get rid of. And we've added a soft, flexible stem that actually connects to the top of the cup. And so when you pull on it, it releases that seal at the top. So you can slide the cup out as easily as a tampon. And we think that's a really important feature because it allows you to not have to reach in and not have to do that pinching action while still not having a risk for that that tugging sensation, which can be harmful. So we're really excited to sort of have created this bridge between a tampon and a menstrual cup, which is an amazing product, but has up until now had a bit of a steep learning curve to actually be able to use it and also had a sort of a barrier of access to a lot of people. Yeah. And did it take you guys uh, a lot of uh, time to come up with the pull string idea? The pull string idea, I have to give Andy a lot of credit for because he went, we were noodling with all of these different mechanisms for removal and we were designing all of these different shapes and, and features and additional pieces to, to do that work. And he went camping one weekend and came back and he had this diva cup that had a little pin in the side with a string running through the middle. And I held it and I just pulled the string and I was like, this is it. This is brilliant. Um, oh, wow. It was really cool. But I don't know if Andy, if you want to speak to why you, how you came yeah. up with that at all. Yeah, and maybe a little bit about the process and and sort of the process of coming up with a new idea in case any listeners are wanting to to process or 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 work on inventions. I think that, you know, even though it seemed like I went away one weekend and came back with with an idea, it was really a a co-creation collaborative process that took several months. So I think Jane approached me uh, um, at the beginning of June with an idea. And it wasn't until September that we really solidified around a final solution. And everything in between was coming up with a prototype every couple of days, um, every maybe every four days. Um, and so we, we really covered a lot of ground. And um, I think through that process, 
um, two things were really important. One was really knowing what the problem that we wanted to solve was so we could judge and assess whether or not we had made it there. Um, and, and the other one was really uh, understanding that the sort of unique context of, of, of uh, how is this going to be used. So uh, I think the process looked a little bit like uh, I would uh, come up with a potential solution and then we would work on it together and Jane would point out all the things that could be tweaked or changed, um, and then we'd go back um, to the drawing board. That said, I'd say there was an evolution from uh, from trying to work and uh, actuate on the outside of the cup um, to really focusing all of our attention to a very small area at the bottom of the cup, um, and that was just a, a function of wanting to make it whatever our solution was really, really small and accessible from below or outside the body. Um, so I think just a bunch of needs and problems sort of directed us to, to the solution. So I've always found it fascinating that tampons and pads and menstrual cups are considered medical devices. Um, and I guess I could see it more from the menstrual cup kind of perspective, but maybe not so much from the pad and tampon. And there's different rules associated with being considered a medical device. Have like Based on your process of creating Kila, have you kind of found that to be a benefit or a bigger challenge, kind of playing within that guideline of like it's a medical device? I think for us, it's really, it's been... Um, a really rewarding process to work within design controls uh, for uh, for FDA compliance. Um, and I say that because basically what the FDA does for menstrual cups, it's a class two exempt device, is that they give you uh, a, a set of guidelines for uh, for your design process, and then they expect you to document sort of a rigorous um, uh, they add rigor to your process. So what we've ended up doing through the process is uh, documenting all of our thought processes and all the potential risks or hazards or benefits of our device and really analyzing them systematically. And we've come up with several small adjustments that uh, I think we would not have otherwise seen if we weren't working under uh, design controls from the FDA. So I think just the, the process that they, uh, that they assert is really helpful for making a safer device. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the manufacturing uh, requirements for a medical device, which uh, is also really crucial to making a safe, um, safe product. So we're really, I think, uh, excited and, and welcoming to the process. Um, I know a couple of people from the FDA. They're all humans too, um, and they're looking out for our best interests. So it's good to keep that in mind when you're 300 pages into documentation um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and keeping a, a smile on your face. Yeah, we're going to take a break in a couple of minutes, but can you describe, because um, I'd like to, well, can you describe the process of the, let's say, the flow, the creative process between you two? Like, do you, <laughs> you're in different locations. Like, do you, do you um, like, is it a lot of fun? Is it stressful? Do you guys know each other's quirks now? Like, I'm always curious about people working together. Because it makes, it, I mean, oh, yeah. that's the secret sauce, really. That's the secret ingredient, and I think. 
I think uh, I definitely want to speak to this. So I definitely think that Andy and I, our compatibility, the root of our compatibility is that we have a lot of admiration and respect for each other and we really value each other's processes. Um, and I really, I feel like he comes, he approaches things from this really literal analytical place. And I tend to, I'm always reaching very outward toward, you know, what, what people have said around the space, what these sort of feelings and, and, and things are that are being placed and pushed toward us. And between those two things, what always fascinates me is that we can step away and analyze the same thing. And, and I think our processes are probably pretty different, but we almost always come to nearly the exact same conclusion with that information, with our running it through our different systems. So that's, that's been so fun and interesting to do um, with Andy. And I've always enjoyed working in partnerships because I think there's a lot of strength in those kinds of relationships where you can have really honest communication and it's really direct. And I've, I've had a lot of fun. So thank you, Andy. Oh, James, thank you, too. Uh, I've also had a lot of fun. We both live in Oakland, so the collaborative process has happened a lot on the ground and in each other's houses and at coffee shops. Um, I would just add to that that um, exactly what Jane said, diversity in in groups, I think, really leads to new ideas. And um, and uh, it's just been uh, a lot of fun working with, with Jane. Yeah, sounds like there's a lot of love and passion and fun between you two. And I think that's important to create a innovative product. What, before we go to break, what, uh, what was the inspiration for calling it Kila? Kila, your company and, and a Kila cup. That's a funny one. So originally when we had started this project, the original thing that I wanted to design was, um, almost like tweezers or forceps that were silicone wrapped. And that's still maybe something that comes out in the future. But we realized quickly into the process that the cup had some fundamental changes that needed to be made. Um, but the term Kila, um, if spelled differently, also sort of represents, I forget which root, maybe a Latin root, it means claw. <laughs> and so we were uh. thinking of making this little, this little, claw guy to help you out um but we we ended up just really liking the name and and kind of running with it all right that's a good story so we're going to take a break and we'll be back in two minutes Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Visit inspiredtohelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at inspiredtohelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit inspiredtohelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? 
Visiting inspiredtohealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohealth.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back with Gina Dame and Andy Miller from Kila Cup, the new an improved and revolutionary menstrual cup. So we do have a caller, but before we talk to the caller, I'd like to share with listeners that Jane and Andy have offered up a special discount, a special offer on receiving your own Kila cup. You get a 10% discount. Um, They'll be arriving towards the end of May-ish, early June-ish. And if you want to use the code, if you go to their website, keelacup.com k-e-e-l-a cup.com and use the code happy hour then you'll be able to take advantage of this lovely offer all right so our caller her name is april she's a jersey girl as well hello april hi how are you hi i'm doing great how are you good what's your question for jane and andy Um, I was just wondering, um, I've used um, something like this in the past, and I was just wondering how easy it is to, you know, when I used it in the past, it was kind of the removal was an issue for me. So I was curious um, kind of how the pull string works and how discreet it is. All right. So, um, yeah, the removal, we, we found when we surveyed people, it sounded like that was the biggest challenge for, for most users, um, especially because there's that also that uh, panic of if you can't get it out, that's a really not pleasant experience. So the pull yeah. string is really great for that. It's adjustable in length. I know people have different um, depths of their anatomies, and so you can set the stem length to um, whatever length feels best for you. And that's not a permanent change. That's something that you can try out one way and try it differently another way and, and really figure out what works best for your body. Um, but that, that is so much more accessible than, than the bottom of the cup. So once you grab hold of that, all you do is pull like you would a tampon string and it will start to slowly slide out. And then you're able to grab the bottom of the cup and, and, and it's right there. So it's, really, really easy. Okay. That's awesome. Definitely sounds and looks a lot easier than um, I've used in the past for sure. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for calling and for checking it out. And please uh, use the discount code on the website if you'd like to pre-order one. It's happy hour. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, April. Thanks. Thank you. Good night. Um, I, I have a question. Uh, so you don't really notice the pull string, though. 
it's just kind of hanging out. Let's say when you're not in removal phase, it's just kind of there. So, again, so you can adjust it. So if you don't like having it more accessible, you can make it almost like a little nub and still be able to get to that and pull it out if that is preferred. For some users who may have more mobility challenges, it may be worth it to have a little bit more of the string present. But since it's a really soft, pliable silicone, it moves with your body and you can't really feel it, even if it is like present, you know, hanging out with your labia. It doesn't really feel like a whole lot. So I personally use mine with a pretty prominent string just to make mine easier to use. But I can definitely see how somebody might not want that. And that's part of the reason why we've made sure that it functions perfectly well if it's really tiny or if it's longer. Yeah, I'm just like, I have to try this because uh, <laughs> for full disclosure, I am not a menstrual cup lover. Um, and on some other show that I did with guest Jen Lewis from Beauty and Blood, I get into more details about that. I won't get into that now, but I'm definitely going to try Kila Cup because it just sounds that much more easier um, and user-friendly, which is so cool. So yeah, I have another that's, question. That's really the goal. <laughs> yeah. So, Jane, you mentioned that you've gotten feedback from um, from people. I used to, you know, working in the financial industry, uh, using Six Sigma kind of concepts on certain projects, we use voice of the customer, like making sure like we're designing, we're building based on what fulfilling customer needs. So can you talk about that process, Andy and Jane, about how you, you got feedback from people? Yeah, the, the first round of engagement that we had was, was really interesting really early on. Um, I made a post on my, this was before anything regarding Kila existed on the web. We hadn't done anything promotional yet. All we had done was we had filed our provisional patent. And I was really excited because it was my first patent. I think it's Andy's eighth patent, but it was my very first. And on my Facebook page with my friends, I just shared that I was really excited about it. And I put out sort of an early call for testers. I was hoping to build out a roster of people who might be interested in trying the product. And we ended up somehow in, in like less than a week, we had over 50 people from all over the place um, volunteer and, and sign up to be a part of this process with us. And where we are right now is we haven't um, actually broached that step yet of, of going forward with testing. But what we have done is we have had surveys that we shared with that first group of people and then with their friends. And then beyond that, from our Kickstarter, we've been collecting information and comments and customer engagement to find out exactly what people have wanted changed about existing products and, and what they want to see work better. And so we're, we've been incorporating every single piece of feedback into what our final design looks like. And we think that's a really special process to get to design out of listening to what people want. And it was really clear from that first blast that I sent out that even just by saying that we were improving insertion and removal, the excitement that people had and, and you know, knowing that there was really a need for that made us feel really confident that, 
you know, we were on the right track and we were going to be able to solve this problem for all of these people. I think Louie's very excited by what you're saying. So I think he just <laughs> converted over every time he barks. He convert, he just converted someone to a menstrual, to a Kila cup. <laughs> Perfect. So Andy, Andy, from a designer kind of um, perspective, how do you think, um, and you've worked on eight different pat- patents. How do you think that's helped you with your experience working on with um, Gene and creating Kila? Sure. Well, I think, as Jane mentioned earlier in the conversation, it's been really amazing, our process, because we have different perspectives that we're coming from. And my perspective is analytical and logical and a little linear, but also really informed by a lot of medical device design. So I've been in the medical device and healthcare industry for 10 years and worked on things like heart pumps and 3D printed prosthetics and novel arm slings, a bunch of really exciting and interesting products. To be honest, I think that the Kila Cup is the best thing that I've worked on. It's the simplest, elegant, uh, most elegant solution. So it's the one I'm most excited about. But all of that experience has lent itself to the little details in the cup. So, for example, the stem passes through a seal at the bottom of the cup, which actually has a lot of engineering in it. Um, which leverages or builds off of my experience making seals on heart pumps. So it's sort of uh, completely completely the same experience, one for one. And then everything to do with compliance. Again, menstrual cups are medical devices, so navigating all of the compliance and safety uh, and quality uh, requirements, um, having a background of just knowing the terms has been a real big leg up. We know the right people to go out and, um, ask for help from or bring on as advisors or bring on as consultants. And um, so all of that has been, has been really helpful. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's how my background has lent itself to this product and how working with Jane has, has been so effective. Have you been surprised Andy? Cause there is still, I mean, I think the conversation even in the past, couple of years has uh, expanded a lot and has opened up related to, you know, periods and to products women mm-hmm. use. Are you kind of more surprised of the existing taboos or kind of see or see that it's it's not as taboo or not as um, as constricted, let's say, as you thought it might be? Mm, that's a really good question, a really interesting question. I'll answer it both personally, from my own perspective, and then from what my experience with talking about this product with all of my friends and business acquaintances and across the country has been. So for me personally, I think that um, designing medical devices and being in healthcare space is really, um, I almost view this as, you know, I, I, I have a hard time seeing a difference between a menstrual product and any other product that interfaces with the body. Um, so for me, I don't feel like taboo really uh, had to be um, confronted, and I think that that's part of my disposition, um, taking things so literally. But um, I've really noticed that um, going out and, 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 and sharing it, because I get really excited and I'm at a party and I'm, I pull out a menstrual cup, and then um, oftentimes <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll get, oh, that's nice, and then, uh, and then silence. Um, but the thing that's been most surprising for me is that that hap- has been happening 
a little bit more among uh, women uh, in relation to these conversations than men. So men uh, that I've interacted with, and maybe it's my small bubble of, of really supportive friends, but um, even people that I've worked with in the past who are men want to engage about how menstrual cups work and how is this different. Um, and, and, and I've experienced a, a, quite a number of, of, of women who maybe that they don't feel comfortable talking about menstruation or maybe they don't feel talking, feel comfortable talking about menstruation with, with a man. Um, so uh, I'm, I'm really curious about that. And, and definitely I think even though taboos around menstruation have uh, been going down in, in the last five years, and you can see public, um, uh, large public publicity campaigns like Thinks uh, in San Francisco yeah. um, are really helping with that and growing the conversation. I think despite that, uh, there's still there's still some 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 taboo and some uh, some reticence uh, uh, out there. I agree. And that's one of the reasons why I want to do this show, just to, you know, engage in the conversation more to kind of help elevate it. But, uh, Jane, I'm going to ask you that same question when we get back from break in two minutes. We'll see you on the flip side. Everyone, remember to look at the kilocup.com website and take advantage of the happy hour code for your kilocup menstrual cup. It's a must. It's a must have. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohelp.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohelp.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back. This is Lorraine and... uh, we're having a fascinating, very interesting conversation with Jane Adami and Andy Miller, creators of Kila Cup. And uh, thank you, Andy, for your personal and um, personal perspective, you know, professionally and amongst your friends, talking about taboos related to, you know, 
talking about periods or menstrual cups because it's, it's an important conversation. And uh, Jane, what, what's your experience as a woman? Um, what's your experience? Ooh, there's another another menstrual cup, Kila cup. <laughs> so, I my experience is, I think probably different than most, and I think it's shaped very much by by where I live, um, and the fact that I was a hairdresser for so many years. So these were, you know, many taboo subjects would get mentioned in the very safe space of the hair salon and talked about really candidly. Um, but, you know, at home, I was raised mostly by my dad and my brother. I grew up in really an all-boy household for the most part. Um, and my only engagement with other people growing up uh, was in gymnastics. And, and so it wasn't talked about so much there. Um, but where I've really started to see the taboo come into play is um, on our social media as things get shared and as you see this process that people go through um, of seeing what the product is and how it works. And, you know, there's this whole sort of life cycle to it where it's, you know, what is that? Ew, that's gross. Wait, how does it work? And then from there, there's sort of a divide of, uh, actually, I kind of want to try that or, um, no, that's not for me. And you know, in truth, the, the thing is, is, I really respect both of those positions. And I really want to just see more choices exist for us. And I think one of the things that has happened because of the taboo is that we have just accepted for a very long time that there are only a couple of options. And we're just now starting to have conversations with each other about, hey, there are more options out there. And maybe there's something that will make your life a little bit easier. And I think if there's one thing anyone wants you know, when they're menstruating is to have something be a little bit easier. So um, I'm really excited to be a part of that space. And we've been really welcomed into it for that reason. I think we all just see the need for more choices. The end of May is is a big milestone for you guys. Can you talk about that? That's the official birth, like the menstrual cups are are ready to go. Yes. So um, we are really excited to be marching forward on our timeline of being able to actually produce the final product and, and ship them out. Um, and right now that is looking like the end of May. And so we are taking pre-orders through that amount of time, which is also really crucial for us um, since we're, we are really doing everything completely bootstrapped. So we um, have the Kickstarter and then we're going forward and we're taking pre-orders through that time. And we're hoping to then be able to officially launch sometime shortly thereafter. Um, Andy, did you want to add to that? Uh, just really excited to, uh, we're going to fulfill our Kickstarter orders at the end of May and, and, uh, and, and officially launch thereafter. If anybody out there is interested in carrying a Kila cup in their stores, please reach out to us. I think that um, supporting us could happen uh, in that way or in a pre-order or in sharing our story on social media. Um, we just really appreciate the community. Also, if anybody out there is uh, interested in getting in touch with us about something else that they've found uh, uh, a problem or uh, a hassle that they, they'd like to, uh, to share their thoughts on, um, we're, we're a listening company and love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah, so listeners, please help Jane and Andy out and spread the word on Keela Cup. Um, t- 
tell your girlfriends, tell your sisters, your your brothers, everybody. Let them know about Kila Cup and uh, and pre-order. And so in order to take advantage, we're going to have to wrap up the show. But in order to take advantage of uh, the special happy hour offer, please go to kilacup.com and type in happy hour to get the discount. And um, again, if you'd like to connect with Jane and Andy, check them out on social media. So they're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And their handle is at Keela Cup, K-E-E-L-A Cup. And um, check out their website. I just said that before. And Jane and Andy, thank you so much for being on the Womb Happy Hour. It's delightful and very exciting to talk to you guys. Thank you. It was so fun to connect with you and connect with, uh, you know, a sphere of other people who are paying attention to this very important part of our body. So I really appreciate everything that you're doing, and I look forward to keeping up with your show. Thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. And so for next week's show, it is Valentine's Day, and we have a very special show next week because we're having... um, Dinah and Fred Kluth, who are married, and they both went through womb awakening. So they're very connected from a yin-yang, masculine, feminine um, perspective of the the power and the importance of connecting to down there. So they're going to be our guests next week. And so thanks again, Keila Cup, Jane and Angie, for being with us. And... If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Facebook, Inspired to Health, and Twitter, Inspired to Health, the number two, and uh, website, inspiredtohealth.net. And remember to take a few deep breaths every day, get out of your head, uh, and bring some energy down to your to your root, to your womb area, um, whether you're a guy or girl. Uh, to help you feel a little bit more grounded. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. This is your host, Lorraine Giordano, and the Womb Happy Hour will be back next week. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.